got some big name topics. Well, we got some big topics in the NFL. I'm gonna just hop into it. Y'all ready? Let's go. Aaron Rodgers. Okay, yeah. He was saying a lot of people were saying, yeah, my boy is leaving and he's not coming back and they can't see him in the foreseeable future with the Green Bay Packers. Well, change that turn turn things around. Aaron Rodgers looks like he's staying. He has indicated to uh, people close to him that he plans to play for the Chicago... I, I said the Chicago Bears. Let me stop playing. He plans to play for the Green Bay Packers in his upcoming season. And people are calling it the last dance after a cryptic, tweak, uh, a cryptic story that he posts on his IG story with MJ fist-pumping Scottie Pippen and Devontae Adams posting the same picture as saying the last dance. So we'll have to see. What are your first impressions on Aaron Rodgers coming back to play for the Packers when a lot of people did not expect this and were saying he was going to retire or he's getting traded? What you got, Ross? Man, this is how I feel. I think Aaron Rodgers is doing this for two reasons. For the money. The main reason is money-wise. It's not for the money, though. The $30 million. If he missed that whole season, $30 million down the drain. Yeah. Missed that whole season. He's not going to do that right now. And then as well as, I think he's giving the Packers their last chance before he pulls a Brett Favre, leave them, and go somewhere else. Primarily because yeah. he knows that the Packers will not trade him. They won't trade him. So if they're not going to trade him, either A, he got to suck up and play for him, or start retire. And I don't think he's ready to retire. So you want to suck it up, play for them maybe with them two years left on his deal, and the Packers don't look like they're going to try to build around him anymore. Just leave, yeah, and build your value up. Yeah. So, I don't know. But um, we also you also see that Devontae Adams not signed, had not resigned yet. To offer him a deal, and he said get, no. We're gonna get into that also. But with this Aaron Rodgers um, debacle and him coming back for this last, um, this last dance, as they, are, as they are calling it, it's very interesting to see. Um, it's very interesting to see. Uh, they're saying he's going to report the training camp soon, but I like it. I, I wanted to say this. I told uh, people. You're saying, you're saying soon. It's not soon. It's tomorrow. Well, tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. Training camp start tomorrow. Everybody must report tomorrow. Yeah. Well, I'm going to say this. I... I told Big Dog this though. I said I couldn't see nowhere for Aaron Rodgers to go unless they trade unless they traded him during the draft. He that can was, go. He can go to a lot of teams, but Aaron Rodgers is in the position he going to the team he wants to go to. That's yeah, the reason it was, why it was going to be that, tough. That's the reason why yeah. they restructured his contract now, gave him a one year deal. He will be a free agent as of the end of this season. So he can go wherever the hell he want to go. That's what he yeah. wanted. They gave him what he wanted. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I saw this occurring, though. I saw him coming back for one last year. Um, I don't know if they can win the Super Bowl. I know Big Dog nervous right now in the NFC North. He's scared. He's talking about Aaron Rodgers gone. Aaron Rodgers coming to Chicago. Aaron Rodgers this. Aaron Rodgers that. But my boy Stan. My, we don't know what Aaron Rodgers you're going to get, though. I mean, he got training camp. 
Listen, you're not understanding what Listen, I'm saying. We're getting it's MVP Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. You I, might I not get that Aaron Rodgers because Aaron Rodgers might play cautious this year. Aaron Rodgers might play so cautious that he don't want to get hurt or nothing. He don't want no injuries. So when he I goes, think he's going all out. I think so he wants another go, Super Bowl. When he goes to his new team, he he's going to be he's going to be right on point. Now, this is a good thing for Green Bay and their shareholders because I read the whole little article and everything of what's going on. They basically gave Aaron Rodgers what he wanted because of the fact they was going to lose so much money if Aaron Rodgers would have left this season. Their shareholders was going to lose so much money. This is a this is this was a bigger problem than everybody underestimate what the problem was. And they kept saying, oh, Aaron Rodgers don't have the upper hand. Yes, Aaron Rodgers did have the upper hand because Aaron Rodgers, in the end, got what he wanted. He got what he wanted. So he agreed to come back, play this last dance, as he calls it, and he's gone. So as all of us know, he had, what, four more years on his contract, four more. They eaten that four years to give him one year to allow him to go wherever he wants to go. So, yes, Aaron Rodgers got exactly what he wanted. The shareholders now is happy because now they already know what's going to happen at the end of this season. That now we got to deal with, you know, we're going to be looking at Jordan Love as our quarterback unless somebody else Tell come you, up. Jordan Love going to come in and win three hey, I'm just saying, Unless somebody else come up, you know, out of the blue and they bring them in. But it's, uh, it's probably going to be good for the both of them. And it's good for Devontae Adams. Because Devontae Adams wasn't discussing no contract with Green Bay because of what was going on with Aaron Rodgers. You know what I'm saying? So what I'm saying is, is this. This is a pretty good thing for the organization because now you satisfy Aaron Rodgers. You satisfy Devontae Adams. Is Devontae Adams going to sign to a long-term deal? We don't know. Well, we have we seen know. You know what I'm the saying? reports came out. He's broken off those long, those long right. He he broke off all talks. Now Devontae Adams may only may say, "Let's see what happens after this season." Don't sign a contract and go wherever Aaron Rodgers go. Did Tom Brady or did Tom Brady not bring in everybody that he wanted? Grunt retired, came out of retirement because Tom Brady wanted him. Antonio Brown took a pay cut to go play. For Tom Brady, is Devontae Adams going to do the same thing? He might oh, say, no, "This is my quarterback. This is who I no, want to be." No, no, take a pause. And I'm take going a pause. with him. Take, take a pause. I don't think that's going to happen. I think Devontae Adams right now is trying to be the highest paid wide receiver in the NFL, which he does. Yeah, but deserve. he can be the highest paid if he go anywhere else. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm just so saying. I think that he's, he's, he's trying to go to a he team. He may want to go wherever Aaron Rodgers go. If Aaron Rodgers decide to go to Denver, Devontae Adams going to Denver. Denver will pay Devontae Adams. Yeah. It depends on and what's going to happen. I, Aaron, I've been telling everybody all this time, Devontae Adams been knowing what was going on with Aaron Rodgers. He knew Aaron Rodgers' decision, and that's the reason why he stopped all contract talk. When he stopped all contract talk, Green Bay should have knew right then and there, we got a problem. We got a problem. I believe that this man is going wherever Aaron Rodgers go. Wherever team Aaron Rodgers go, I believe Devontae Adams is going with him. I still don't think he's going to sign a long-term deal with uh, Green Bay. Oh, no, no, he's not. I don't believe it either. I uh, I, I know for a fact he's going somewhere else after this last year, but it's yeah. interesting to see, you know, how far the Packers will get. Will they get back to the NFC Championship? Will they get to the Super Bowl? We don't know. We don't know. But uh, 
the last dance. They calling it. Ross, you got anything else to cap it off uh, about Devontae Adams uh, breaking off long-term extension too? Yeah, I agree with though. He's going wherever Aaron Rodgers should go. He or B, if unless Aaron Rodgers retires, which we don't see happening, I don't see that happening. Yeah, he's not retiring. Yeah. No, he he he's not retiring. He, he, Aaron Rodgers is gonna play um probably as long as Tom Brady can uh, can play if he can. I don't believe he's gonna retire. And also, we forgot to mention Aaron Rodgers got another ring on his finger because he's part owner of the Bucks. So he wears a ring in basketball and a ring in football. Hey, that's something that uh, Tom Brady hadn't done. Hey, don't matter. Right, hasn't Tom won Brady. the NBA championship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they always want to compare the two. But that's something that Tom Brady have not done is won a ring in basketball. And a ring in football. I mean, he runs seven rings in football. Do he need basketball. one? So, you know, I, I like the highlight. Do you really need one, big dog? Hey, calm down before he, buys, before, before he buys into the magic and helps him. Man, that good. man happy. Man, the way things going, he ain't buying nothing else. He, he got them young kids. See, it's one thing the difference between the two. Tom Brady eventually is going to have to do what uh, what was the Saints uh, quarterback name? Drew Brees. When I told y'all that Miss, I had a talk with Miss Breeze, and she already informed me that, that Drew was sitting down. Where is Drew at now? He gonna be in the booth on Fox or ABC or NBC somewhere. CBS. CBS. I'm okay, he gonna wrong. be in the box this year at CBS. And I told y'all everybody that's where he was going. Tom Brady real soon will be doing the same thing because they got young kids. They got little bitty kids. You gotta, it's time for you to sit back and be home and take care of the kids. And that's what he's gonna be doing. Why can I tell you? Aaron Rodgers ain't got no kids, so he can continue on. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, it is true. That is true. So, yeah, we're gonna continue it on. Deshaun Watson, if you didn't know, he reported to training camp to avoid a 50K uh, fine per day uh, for not reporting training camp. And now the Texans are willing to listen to trades for the star quarterback, something that they were not willing to do beforehand. And um, also, we know that Deshaun Watson out. is also in a legal battle with 22 civil um, cases against well, We don't want to even discuss that, that but it, the seriousness that just came out today in Texas is that 10 women filed criminal charges against him as of wow. today. Wow. So, we don't want to speak no more on that because we don't know the, the legalities of that. Yeah. We're going to wait till it all pans out because, as you know, we all innocent to proven guilt. But I yeah. do want to uh, point that out, that 10 women today filed criminal charges against him. So we got to see exactly what the Texas police is going to do. They're going to file charges, arrest him. We don't know. You know, so like I say, the man is innocent to proven guilty because I still ain't seen nothing that has proved that he did anything. Out of 22 women, we ain't seen nothing yet, so we got to wait and see. And it's kind of funny that now football season is starting and you want to press charges against him now? You had a whole offseason to do that. Well, all of a sudden, now that football is starting, all of a sudden these women is coming out want to press charges against him. So, yeah. I don't know. We got to wait and see on that one, though. Yeah, it's a waiting game. Um, that's definitely what it is. Um, it is a waiting game. Um, let's continue on. Uh, Cardinals star is Russell Taylor Jones. 
Um, a lot of people before the season were saying it was going to be Chandler Jones and J.J. Watt on the other end. And doesn't look that way anymore. Chandler Jones requested a trade from Arizona. Now, um, question is, why is that? Can you tell me why is that? Is that is he, feel, is he feeling, um, how can we say this, um, disrespected? Is he well, feeling like I was y'all main star, now you bring him in? What, what's no, the problem? I'm, 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 well, according to Jeremy Fowler, um, the Cardinals don't want to trade him and still expect him to report to training camp this week. But reportedly, he was unhappy with his contract and his future with the team. Jones made it clear to the Cardinals he wanted out. There's no indication um, he's changed his mind. Uh, the 31-year-old, this is from Jeremy Fowler, Fowler saw uh, his season uh, his season end you know, due to injury. Um, so he's upset about his contract is what I'm hearing. That's just the, uh, things that's been going around, you know, in his previous season in 2019, he had 19 sacks. So, uh, he's had a total of 60 in his first four seasons with Arizona. So we'll have to see, uh, that was, uh, according to Jeremy Fowler and, uh, the, the source that I used was all sports news on Chandler Jones. So it's a contract issue is what I'm hearing. Uh, go ahead, Ross. Now, because I saw the contract you sent me earlier with him having, what, two years, $33 million left? Just about? Yeah. He getting paid more than J.J. Watt on that team. Mm-hmm. So, J.J. Watt's two years, 31. He's two years, 32. That what that mm-hmm. is, two years, 32. And unless he wants an extension due to the fact that he is over 30, that he is over 30 years old, and truthfully, if you're over 30, you're not supposed to barely be in the league at this point. If that's the one thing he wants, then why does he think he he needs an extension right now? Because if you're over 30, no team finna invest four more years into you for you to potentially play the end and get hurt. Mm-hmm. And not many teams are willing to do that unless what you want to get sent unless you want to get sent to Detroit. Detroit will do it, but who won't be in Detroit? Yeah, <laughs> it is true. You got a you got a point, Ross. And uh, if you don't know, uh, he will be an unrestricted free agent in twenty twenty two. So it is interesting. Uh, he signed this contract in twenty seventeen, where he's uh, it was a five year, eighty two uh, eighty two point five million dollar uh, signing. So I don't know. It's interesting to see this because I thought that you know. Uh, this was probably one of the Cardinals' best years at contending for a Super Bowl in the past. And he won't leave. Eight years. Um, being with the team that they have and he wants to leave is interesting to me. Uh, maybe he feels that his role with the Cardinals is changing because of J.J. Uh, J. Watt. But ah, it's, it's, this is interesting to me because I didn't expect this. This was unexpected because... A lot of people were speculating, you know, Chandler Jones on one end, JJ on the other end. Like, can you imagine? Yeah. So that is interesting to me. Uh, Like Big Dog was saying, why is this? I mean, it's it's definitely a contract issue, but he's definitely earned the bread. But I guess um, he's seeing that he's unrestricted free agency. I'm well, he's going to uh, he's going to be unrestricted. um, Well, he's a free agent. In 2022, so I guess he wants his contract restructured or wants another extension. But 
he didn't have a, a good 2020 season due to injury. So we'll have to see. We'll have to see. And I guess that's probably why the Cardinals are not willing to pay up. Uh, but he did have productive seasons, you know, like I just listed off that stat. In the last four seasons, he had 60 sacks before his injury in 2020. So in 19 and 2019, I mean, yeah, 19 and 2019, 19 sacks. So I don't know. I don't know, but Chandler Jones is passing up on a huge chance to win a Super Bowl. Uh, Chandler Jones already Super Bowl. Yeah, he. I know with the with the Patriots, but he's he passing up one again. You know, that's but just. The I think game. it. It could be the fact is also that I think because I think back then when he signed that contract, they'll probably want they'll probably one of the biggest contracts a D lineman has ever signed. Yeah, at that point. So the only person he had to go against at that point, but the only contract that was over his was, you know, that seven-year, one hundred million for Hainsworth. Yeah, from a long time ago, which we all saw how that contract really went down. Yeah, the bop. <laughs> so yeah. unless he, but then since then, you know, people are getting paid more. So I think he's trying to. I think he's trying to find out. He's trying to increase his worth. By increasing his paycheck. Yeah, I mean, I would say if he, it was any other year, 2019, yeah. Get your money, yeah. Chandler, like you deserved it. But I don't know, 2020, he went through injuries. I guess year. the Cardinals looking at him to prove himself again. You know, that's just the only thing that I could just list off and bring to the table. This is very huge in the college football world. Very huge in the college football world. Uh, just give me your thoughts on it. So if you didn't know, Texas, yes, the University of Texas and Oklahoma are suspected to, well, rumored, and it's come out to be true, are heading to the SEC, which is, if you guys don't know, really right now the best league in college football, the best conference. And, uh... It's a lot of things going on. Uh, people are saying these two teams are from the Big 12. People are saying the Big 12 is basically doomed. Um, that's what that's just what's uh, circling around, and it's gonna change. It's gonna make a big impact on the college football world, as we know. Uh, college football is Power Five. Those Power Five teams are usually your national champions. But if Big 12 goes down, it will turn into the Power Four. It's gonna change the the whole landscape of college football. The trickle down effect. Will Big 12 be able to? Draw and other teams from the AAC conference, which is the next up to the Power Five uh, in the G, uh, Group of Five. Uh, but just tell me your thoughts on it with uh, Texas and Oklahoma splitting from the Big 12, joining the SEC. Uh, and it, if, if the SEC approves it, they uh, will be able to join them as um, soon as next year from reports. And they will officially split from the Big 12 in 2025 when their contract ends. But tell me your thoughts. What y'all got? All right. I'll, I'll go first. I'll go first. This one's good. This one's right, go going to be scary, man. Go yeah. ahead, Dwight. Go ahead. The SEC is no longer the Southeastern Conference. They will now be known as the Super Elite Conference because with these current things that have gone to pass, there have now been more rumors that have been swirling around that they have also been trying to contact Ohio State and Michigan. Not like they're going to go over there, but they have been trying hold to on, contact Hold on, hold on, Dwight. My, my, I just want to say you are so right because if Texas joins, there's nothing southeast about Texas or Oklahoma or Texas A&M. I just wanted to throw that out there. 
So as well, but we also see this as well. The Big 12, with after two major cash cows in Texas and Oklahoma, are potentially imploding because now there's yeah. rumors of Texas TCU yeah. going to Pac-12, Iowa State going to the Big 10, Kansas being invited to the Big 10. All this is going to potentially create is four conferences with 16 teams each because all these other three major conferences are going to try to pick up these teams in the Big 12 that are just now about to become free agents pretty much. And if the Big 12 somehow do find a way to survive, there's no way it's impossible to replace a Texas and an Oklahoma, especially in the pool they have. Because, what, Houston is not on Texas level. SMU is not on Texas level. And there's no way they're going for UCF. Mm-mm. as a conference that is pretty much localized in that Texas area, that in that Midwest area. Yeah. But currently, my thing is currently, right now we see here that alignment in four years is going to be very big. It is. Because the last time we had alignment, a major alignment was when the Big East died. That is and true. And when, when everybody when, – when most of them went to the American, they like West Virginia and a few others went to Big 12 and ACC. Yeah. When the Big East died and when Texas A&M and Missouri went to on SEC. SEC, yeah. This That was the last time we had just a big realignment. This could be a lot bigger than we think it's going to be. Could this think about the be trickle-down t- effect, you know. I, I was just about to ask, Dwight, what do you think about this affecting the uh, group of five conferences, uh, like the Conference USA, the Sun Belt, and then going further than that, what do you think about it affecting even smaller Division One schools and conferences like your D1 AA's, such as the SWAC, which includes Jackson State, Alcorn, and all that? So this is what I see. The FCS, nothing going to happen to them for the current moment. Because mm-hmm. just unless this this the only school in my opinion that can get touched, which is that Big Sky Conference. Is it Big Sky? Whatever whatever North Dakota State Conference is in, they okay, are the yeah. only that gotcha. conference is the only type of school that can really just get looked at and say we can move you up because someone wants you, or mm-hmm. a or Big Sky White Eastern Washington, because at that point. If that's if like the Big Twelve is really trying to save itself, they'll try to contact a North Dakota State or South Dakota State. But at the end of the day, I feel that probably these smaller schools to them feel that they are too small to go up into them major conferences. And, and, so, and compete. Yeah. Yeah. Cause not saying North Dakota State won't be able to compete, but it's gonna take a lot of time for them to get on that level. Yeah. I must say this though. I, my personal opinion, I don't think it will take a team like North Dakota State because of how dominant they have been. Let's just take into account some of the great quarterback. well, some of the great quarterbacks that came through there. Uh, Trey Lance, uh, third-round pick. Carson Wentz, uh, we know he was a, a first-round pick, too. So, I don't know. Um, I think that a team like North Dakota State could compete if they only change their scheme to what fits the Big 12. We know the Big 12 is offensive-based. If you know the well, Big 12... Anymore. I mean, they put up numbers. They put up, they put numbers. up numbers. It's it's not really a defensive league. So I think that if a team could come in and put up numbers, they could compete because the Big 12 is just a shootout, just like the Pac-12, unlike the other big uh, leagues. But Pac-12 and Big 12 are a shootout league. So I don't know. If a team could come in there and 
come up with a good scheme, I think they could compete because it's not about defense in these leagues. You but know? also, I think we got we got to look at this one major thing as well: the Pac-12. Because now with the Big Twelve pretty much dead, if the Pac-12 do not bolster up its teams and of and the amount of legitimate content they have, would be a power four anymore. Because theoretically, mm-hmm. the Pac-12 is the worst out of all these Power Five conferences. They are. They have not really put out any good teams in a while. The best team they put out in the past few years is Oregon, Oregon. And, yeah. and before that was them, them few Washington. little Washington teams that made yeah. the football playoff and got smacked every time they made it there. Yeah. Or, or every time they have a Big Ten team that's worth something, they get smacked. So, yeah. we see is that if the Pac-12 don't try to steal some of these Big 12 teams or are not able to, then they might as well not be considered a power four, a power four team. Because to me, an undefeated Pac-12 team is still not better than a two-loss SEC team. Not better than two-loss Big Ten. Mm-hmm. So if you look at that, the Pac-12 might no longer have to be considered that, you know, that automatic big conference. Yeah. So you're saying it would it would be uh the ACC, SEC, and Big Ten. Yeah. Power three. Okay. Power three. Right, I, if, I, if, I, if 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 they four. I wanted to say this. Um, I think you got a valid point on that, being that you know the Pac-12 is not as competitive as the other leagues. Being like you made a great point on that. Um, but my only question would be, let's just take it to uh the college football playoffs. They're talking about expanding it from four teams to 12 teams. Could this kind of open the gate for these Pac-12 teams? Because we know a lot of the Pac-12 teams were on the bubble of that top four that did not uh, make it. Um, like your Oregons, like you said, Washington and all that. Would that kind of reverse that scale if there were allowed more slots in the college football playoffs? Now, about the whole 12-team expansion. The 12-team expansion helps everyone in the long run. But the thing about yeah. this year was, this year no one was to compare. Pat 12 knocked each other out. Everybody that lost in that Pat 12. That is true. Oregon, Oregon sucked. USC took up some bad losses at the end. That is true. So, but that that all been a problem with the whole Pat 12. They will have a team, though, blow three, but either A, they lose in the conference championship, or B, they take a bad loss at the end. So, but thing about going to 12 is that helps the Pac-12, that helps the American, that helps everyone because that means pretty much if you win your conference title, you should at least be guaranteed to slot if you have no more than two losses. No, you have three losses still to get in. But now the, the power, the group of five schools on the other hand, if they're mm-hmm. a conference champion, they get in. If they're, if they're a conference champion undefeated because that means at this point, you should be good enough to compete with these big boy teams. Like UCL. Uh, in the past couple of years when they went 12-0. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, I think that um, it's it's a trickle-down effect. Uh, I want to just see how Oklahoma and Texas compete. You know, I've always been a huge fan of Texas being that, you know, Texas is in Austin, Texas. So, you know, it's you can, you can see the correlation right there. Um, But, yeah, um, I want to see how Texas competes. I know that Oklahoma could be up there in the top 10 of the SEC, but I still have questions on Texas. I think that Oklahoma could be right under Alabama and the SEC. But um, 
Some people are saying they don't think so because of the, the style of play. Like I said, the Big 12 is very offensive-based. And a lot of people saying the Big 12, these these two Big 12 schools will get hit in the mouth and they ain't going to be able to take it from these SEC teams because they are so aggressive um, on the defensive end. But, I, I mean, it's just interesting to see the trickle-down effect of it, what will happen in these AAC conferences, which are teams like Memphis, uh, UCF, uh, Cincinnati. You got to take that into account. Um, will other teams try to pursue – will other schools try to pursue the Big 12 and try to revamp it up? How can the Big 12, uh, you know, help itself out or will it implode? A lot of people saying it's going to implode, so we'll just have to see it and it'll just come with time. It's very interesting to see because this is going to be monumental in college football and uh, it's going to change the way that we view college football because uh, some people were saying maybe this could end, be the end-all, be-all of the NCAA with the Super League Conference, like you brought up, Ross. So, we don't know. We will have to see. But let's move on. NBA well, hold, trade. Hold on. Can I ask one more NBA. question? One more oh, question about that. Uh, Dwight, right. what do you know about the, uh, like, one of the big reasons Texas didn't leave uh, last time this came up was with the Longhorn Network. What What do you know about Longhorn yes. Network uh, and them being able to keep that if they go into the NCC? Now, that mm. part, I don't fully know about, but I think the difference between the Big 12 negotiations and the SEC negotiations is the Big 12, they were top dog. And pretty much they could get whatever they wanted of the Big 12 because they knew if they leave, conference implodes, and they get whatever they want. The SEC, their school's bigger than you over there. Their schools, they either make close to the amount of money you make or more. So, Longhorn Network probably still could potentially stay alive, but I don't think it's going to be as prominent as SC on ESPN or the SC Network itself. What, the Longhorn Network? Yeah. Do you know because, that the Longhorn Network is powered by ESPN? That is sponsored by ESPN. Yeah, but still. But eventually, you know, they're going to be on that SEC contract and the SEC broadcasting rights deal. Hmm. So they're going to have to be with that SEC money, right? So yeah, yeah. that's 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 the whole SEC, point. Like, go ahead, Dwight. That's it. Because even though Texas localized all the money on the, on the Longhorn Network, but it's more money to be made work with SEC right now. Yeah, um, that that is a strong take. It's all about money, though. This whole thing is about money, uh, and the expansion of these teams. I think that's one of the biggest reasons that Texas and Oklahoma are leaving the Big 12 because the Big 12 is one of the only conferences uh, of the Power Five that doesn't have a, a network, I, I believe. I think the Pac-12 has a network and yeah, SEC Pac has a network. Um, SEC but, got a network. ACC got one now. Big 10 Ben yeah. had one. Yeah. So it's a, it was one of the only Power Five conferences that didn't have a network, and I think that was one of the biggest issues. And taking into account how much the SEC um, puts into their schools, it's doubled the amount of Big Twelve schools when it comes to uh, contracts and the uh, allow amount of revenue that they're allowed to have. But um, if y'all ready, I'm ready to move on. Coach, you got any more questions? All right. No, sir. Uh, let's move on. Chris, man, I know this is what you've been waiting on, my guy. 